the odds couple. Starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. G'day everyone, great to have your company Saturday morning as per usual. Stock standard, wherever you might be around this wonderful country called Australia, the state of Victoria, the city of Melbourne. It's great to have your company on this Saturday morning for the Odds Couple. Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart with you this morning. Morning, Tags. Morning, Scooby-Doo. How are you on this Saturday morning? Yeah, no JJ, we're not sure why. No J, he's playing footy today. He's, he's got what? a cashy, got a cashy. What do you mean he's playing Putting footy? F- he's yeah, I know, I know. They just don't learn, do they? He's playing the country games Evidently. type scenario, isn't yeah. he? Who I'm for? not sure who's in today. If anyone or... knows who JJ's playing for today, please let us know. 0499 736 736. Text uh, in, uh, where's where's JJ pulling the boots on today? There's got to be a time in your life where you've just got to say, I'm too old well, for this. You would think I've got so. other jobs now. I don't have to do this. Although the way he rolls sometimes, you know, when he's down the line from home, he's got the muscle shirt on. Oh. He hasn't sort of grown out of that, hey, I've still got it type mode, has he? Could you pay someone the money that he's on just to stand in the goal square? Because that's all he'll be doing. Well, that's all he did all his career. Yeah. Never moved out of it much. <laughs> For a modern day footballer, yeah, modern day footballer, yeah, I think that's passed him by too. Been a tough week, racing industry, particularly obviously a tough week for um, uh, for the Holland family and um, and uh, and all their close uh, family and associates. It's it's been um, a terribly tough week for them. And uh, what we can tell you this morning, just um, to get you aware and to put into your diaries that. The Dean's Funeral and Public Memorial will be held on May 8 at 2pm at the Flemington Racecourse. So May 8 is that the date. It's a Monday. It's a Monday, yeah. Monday, Monday. after Warrnambool weekend. Yep. There you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah. So, um, And we're getting together with uh, the Emerald Hotel as well. Good, to do something. To do something yeah, as well, uh, to raise some money. So, excellent. Uh, it's, uh, of course, the Jenny Horses, Mr. Ottenborough. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got Jenny Lala in the, uh, the Australasian Oaks today. Uh, he started a GoFundMe page. It's up to nearly one and a half million. So uh, four and a half thousand in donations, uh, people, individual donations at uh, one and a half million, close to. So thank you all for doing that. Yep. Uh, four kids under five uh, for, the, for the Hollands. So It's please. still going, that GoFundMe. Yeah, so yeah. If, you're not if, aware if you can of help, it. please uh, yeah. go to the GoFundMe page and, uh, and give the family a hand in this uh, very much time of need. Uh, today, interesting interesting race day today. We, we're sort of getting away from the, the main cities. We went, we got countrified last week, didn't we? We, we ended up at, um, um, you know, with our country round of racing, which was, was fantastic. I think Hawkesbury up in, up in Sydney and uh, all, all seemed to go very well. Um, so that was, that was all good. Uh, today, you know, we're starting to get warm in Brizzy and in Adelaide yeah. with their carnivals. We've all slowed down now, Melbourne and Sydney. Up. Yeah. yeah, next yeah. week's really starting to hot up in in Queensland. Pardon yeah. the pun. Uh, with uh, they're going to race at the Sunny Coast next week, and it's a big Gold Coast meeting. Move to the Sunny Coast, of course. But all eyes are on Adelaide today. Of course, we've got the the Victory Stakes, a Group Two. We've got the Australasian Oaks, a Group One, Port Adelaide Cup as well. So uh, yeah, all eyes are are in Adelaide later in the day. Fond memories for you with the Australasian Oaks. <laughs> yeah, a lot of apprentices. I know Danny Nicolick, his first group one was an Australasian Oaks. Um, I can't remember. I, I, Dean Holland, of course. I think he won the Australasian mm-hmm. Oaks as well, too. Uh, so 
Uh, well, you didn't because you you thought you had a ride in it, but it didn't quite come. I reckon to you won the Oaks. Mission. It was the Oaks, the South Australian Oaks, which is on in a fortnight. Don't let the facts get in the road no. of the story. Well, you must, we ran in this race, you so ran we, in this we race, must have fired it? you from. Yeah. I'd already fired you. In You'd Melbourne. already give me the Kyber. Yeah, I didn't let you across the border. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I thought it was a bit much for you. No rebate. JJ's playing for Sea Lake Nandaly. Yeah, today, against an up, up near home. Against an artist, evidently. Right. Yeah. Big Lurts running yeah. out. Can't wait to see a bit of video of that. The big man floating he, he around. He sent me his age. He goes, I'm only such and such a mupper. I said, you still a has-me. <laughs> yeah. Good luck to Lurto up there uh, for Sea Lake Nandaly. I suppose it's, it's the Sunraiser League, is it? Or the... Oh, Mally? Sunraiser? Mally, yeah, something like that. Anyway, well, but... It's Swan a... Hill and... Yeah, Swan yeah. Hill and all those um, great great footy areas. As I always there. say, it's better to be a has-been than a never-been. Well, no, true, true. Um, something caught your eye, which is really interesting, and you got quite heated about it in, in oh, well, our what? production meeting. Because we've got the, we've news got the on. We've got on here in the studio. On. Yeah, yeah. We've got sunrise on. Would you like to elaborate on it? Because you you, you were you were rather colourful <laughs> with the descriptive words you were using to people that don't do what they you think they it's getting less should and less do in the survey, car. So, yes, the wave. It's it's getting extinct. The wave, what? The just wave. to everyone, you know, when, just wave. Like just a courteous wave. If someone lets you in, you give them the wave. Right. Apparently that's going out of style. And you're adding and to the and wave. And that's just typical, typical millennials, you know, bringing that in, right. you know, being handed everything on a platter and then just the, so, the manners goes out the gate. So merging traffic, you know, yeah, someone the wave. just backs off a bit and lets you in. Because I'm so you, you'll small, always give I always wave. give the wave and then I'll ride down the window and give a secondary wave in case they can't see my You're little a wave. secondary waver. Yeah, I'll give the second, just in case they didn't see the first wave. Wowee. I'm a polite gentleman. So. I would never have thought you were a secondary waver. <laughs> you probably didn't think So will you do a... the first one in the rear vision mirror? Yeah. yeah and then the and second then one, yeah. and you'll go then out the yeah, window? Yeah, I'll go out the window. Yeah. Wonder how many secondary waivers we've got listening to us. <laughs> oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. When you got Little a little arm with tags, like me, you should be common courtesy on the road. When someone lets you in, you acknowledge hard, and say it? thank you. No, it's, it's like not. just saying thank you and hello to someone, isn't it? It's not that hard. Yeah. And you don't want these things to become extinct because we need them. Just those, those courtesies keeps us human. Like the you know the. The wave in the bush. It's the entitlement of people not giving the wave, eh? Yeah, you, you, you're floating around in the ute in the bush. You always lift the finger off. Always, yeah. Always. always. Never not lift the finger. Every yeah. car that goes by, you lift the finger off. Yeah. Just a little. So hey, why is it why is it getting less and less now? The, I don't the know. Courtesy? Is it the younger generation, as I just said? Hmm. Well, well, let's find no, out. We'll get no doubt. No doubt, a very broad response from our text on our text machine oh four double nine seven three six seven three six to what people do think. Do you know, how important. Is the wave. Very. Well, the Australasian Oaks is important. It's a group one race. 2,000 metres is the Australasian Oaks. And then you get to the South Australian Oaks, and that's 25. Actually, it's not called the South Australian Oaks now. It's called the... Um, it's called the... No, it's the Australasian. Phillies Classic. They, over 2,500 in a couple of weeks, isn't it? Oh, is it? It's, I think they now call it the oh, Phillies okay. Classic. I still call it the South Australian Oaks. Yeah. No, no, which is Does fine. it really you matter? call it Australasian whatever you Oak. want, mate. Yeah. You, as a secondary waiver... You do whatever you want, whenever you want. You bring courtesy to the road, which is really important. And I like that. As I, as I, they've got Jenny Lala in, which will have to be a chance, you know. Artsy's favourite, the Sydney horse. Probably didn't get the trip in the in the um, Sydney Oaks, over 2,400. But she won the Adrian Knox in good style, one by four. But that was on a heavy track. Is she just a wet t- tracker, Scoob? Mm. Is she just a wet tracker? She won at any old odds. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's hear from Ed Cummings and see what mm. he thinks the uh, chances of arts are today in the Australasian Oaks, which is, as Tag says, a, a very different race. We're, we're coming back from 20, 
400 metres back to 2,000. I'd be expecting her to run very similarly to the way that she did in the Adrian Knox. Um, you know, she she made a, quite a few mistakes in that race. She was over racing basically throughout, uh, and then was was good enough to to put four on a reasonably good field. Well, wouldn't that be if she bought the Adrian Knox form? You would think she wins this, doesn't she? Oh, I don't know. Oh, really? I don't know. She only having her first preparation. She started her racing campaign 23rd of February and it's gone right through. Mm. Take a good filly, do it on her first prep. I know that they're close to four-year-old in a, you know, in another three or four months, but uh, yeah, they're mature three-year-olds basically, Mm. but wow. Yeah. Uh, Like she's fit, comes out of the uh, Western Australian Derby. I don't think that was overly strong. Right. uh, The top weight. I think it's second favorite, is it not? Uh, She's fit. Yep, the thing yeah. of uh, Dan Morton's. Well, the I, the thing of um, Dave Eustace and Kieran Mars, they've got a couple of runners in the race that are, are both genuine chances. You've mentioned Jenny Lala. Yep. I've also got Afera Swa. How's that for a little bit of And a, Ollie, running um, on time, they put Ollie on one because they've got three runners. Yeah. You'd, when you'd... was the last time Ollie rode for, for the Mars table? Not often. Oh, well, let's hear what uh, Dave Eustace thinks of the chances in the Oaks. There really is not a lot between them as probably last weekend. Sort of showed there are three three year old fillies all on the up and going the right way. So I'd probably side with Jenny Lala with the gate. Um but uh yeah, they're a very even bunch. Very even bunch. Mm. It's gonna be a good race. Yeah. She's fit, you mentioned her. You like her, the Dan Morton filly? It comes out of the Oaks. I think it might be uh, the Derby, sorry. Uh, awesome John won the race. I don't think it much was in it, but, mate, you've still run against the boys, haven't you? Dropping back mm. to the to the girls here. A, a easier assignment. You'd assume so, but given the visitors draw, she's yeah. drawn 16. Mm. She'll come in a few with scratchings and that, but Is it's still going to be Craig Williams. Craig Williams will have to be on his A game. They, 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 what do they do there? I just think this race is actually more for the for the for the one later on. Hmm. Uh, for the twenty five hundred yeah, meter. I, I think she's there just to have a look around and, and if she she'll run through the line well, but I think her, her grand final will be the next one over the twenty four, twenty five hundred, whichever it is. Let's see what Dan Morton thinks of his charge. She's fit in the Australasian Oaks today. Yeah, really happy with her. Um Growing confidence a bit this morning. I'm actually in Adelaide now and I received her off the float this morning and she's travelled perfectly, so um yeah, we got over the first hurdle, so we're here in one piece, and I'm um, looking forward to the race. Yeah, um, good that she's over there in one piece, and and you know it's a it's interesting. You know, we we probably don't don't put the um, classification of this race as, as really important. It's still a great in, one in the in the scheme of things when you come off your big races in Melbourne and Sydney, but it is so important. You're quite right. It, it's Group One. You know, a filly wins this. You know, you you leave the races today with a filly that might be worth fifty or seventy grand. You you leave with one that's worth over probably a million dollars. She wins the race. Correct. So plus your prize money. It's a it's a massive day for these fillies today. Hundred percent it is, and and that's why it's, you got big fields and everyone target. It's a. It, would you say it's a, the second Raiders? Of course, they've skipped. They've yeah, skipped Sydney. What, what, they've come here. Once you get to a, still group you know, one a pedigree status, on a page, mm. you know, still group one. Yeah, yeah. you know, horses, you know, got that that thick black type saying it's won a group one race and it's the Australasian Oaks and it's two thousand meters, which is still very relevant in our breeding. Uh, you know, that mile to two thousand meters studs will still be really buoyant on 
fillies with that sort of mm. form, you know, when you get to 2,500 metres and 3,000 metres, you know, they're sort of saying, oh, well, yeah, what, no real turn of foot there. But you still need a, a good solid turn of foot over 2,000 2, metres. And they're saying, oh, no, no, we can still put them to our miler stands and our sprinter stands and come out with a... Especially uh, with if they can go product. on and win the next one as well. Mm. Mm. No, no, very interesting uh, day over in, in Adelaide today. Also interesting up north, and we, we mentioned it, it's starting to, to, to warm up up north, uh, the, the victory stakes... It's a good race on the card up there. Private Eye, he's doing some miles. He's going to some different carnivals. Is he the one? He, he, if he's right, he wins, doesn't he, Tags? You'd, you'd assume so. Bretton Abdallah goes up and rides him. He's drawn a good gate. You think he's just going to be Rothfire, he, he's second up. Oh, Mellon goes over to ride Pulele. But you think Private Eye, what what we saw, you've got to forgive his last run. Mm. Um, and he was scratched. He was scratched out of the TJ as well, wasn't he? So, yeah, um, yeah you've got to oh, – because he just didn't handle a heavy track the other day, mm. did he? he well, pulled up, I mean, he pulled up with – I wouldn't say he didn't handle I think he pulled up with a, an issue in the TJ, sorry. He was in it. Then he was scratched after that, wasn't he? So uh, he tried up all right. There's no reason why he can't win this victory stakes. It's a lot easier. We've seen what he has done down, the, down uh, here at Flemington as well. He's a quality galloper, isn't he? Yeah, he That's needs, why he's amassed six million in prize money. Yeah, you'd like him just to find his find his form today. Let's see what the uh, stable thinks of uh, Private Eye and the Channel Seven Victory Stakes up there in Queensland this afternoon. Yeah, look, the horse is in great order, and I can report he's arrived safe and sound in Brisbane overnight. So uh, he's he's in great shape, and he's uh, drawn beautifully, as you mentioned, in a race that's a drop in grade from what he's been meeting in his last few starts. Uh, beautifully in at Wait for Age, really. Mm, Ticks a lot of boxes. Yeah, wet track, and he got poleaxed as well in the TJ, yeah. and then just yeah, his race was over and he got looked after. So he's gone back to the trials after that, and he'll just go up there and probably just win. Quick touch on Sandown um, this afternoon. Jeez, Graham Begg's been in good form, hasn't oh. he? Oh, how well are his horses going? <laughs> flying. Absolutely oh. flying. I know he's got Katsu and Cardinal Gem. Maybe it's not going to be wet enough for Cardinal Gem. I know we're going to be on a on a good track there today at Sandown. Uh, I think it's a wet tracker, but that Katsu, if you saw seen it win at sale the other day, geez, it was impressive. And one by three and a half untouched. Well, let's, let's see what You think it'll Beggy... improve off that yeah. too. Let's see what uh, Beggy thinks uh, coming from provincial track to a city track on a Saturday. Yeah, he's a nice horse. He, um, you know, he won very well first up, run fast time at sale. Uh, he's had a sort of month between runs. Uh, he had a jump out on Monday. He was supposed to have one the week before, um, and then they all called off on the grass, so we decided to put it back a week. But, uh, yeah, no, he jumped out well on Monday at Glambin, and, uh, yeah, he's uh, ready to go Saturday. And, uh, In, into a dollar seventy five. Oh, I got two ten about him yesterday doing the form. Said he'll just win dollar seventy five. Seven cents are out though, but it's not a, not a lot really considering uh, two ten into a dollar seventy five. And what are they talking, now. Cardinal Gem? Just off the cuff Ooh. there for me. Just tell me, talk to me. Well, I think it wants a wet track. Okay, let's I think, see he's, what I think he's vulnerable today. Let's see what the we're boss a, man. Actually, thinks. we're on a soft six. Actually, yeah, um, it'll be improving. It's a beautiful day here today. Let's see what Beggy thinks yeah. first. 
Oh, look, the horse has trained on beautifully since. He looked, one thing they've got to realise, he goes up sharply in the weights. He's gone, gone up from carrying the limit weight last start, got carrying 60 this time, his top weight. Uh, but the horse is in good form and he loves 1,400. He's drawn to get a good run. Um, so And there looks to be good speed. I think that's always vital to his chances. Uh, there's good pressure in a race and uh, he can just uh, sit behind and, and, and finish off. Interesting to see um, where uh, Cardinal Gem uh, finishes up today. Uh, there'll be at least he, a bit of give in the track anyway. He, he makes a good point. 54 to 60 kilo. He goes up a lot in weight. His good track record's atrocious. He's had eight starts on it for a couple of minor placings. Now, the soft track, he, he, he wants it soft or worse, this horse. So uh, at the moment, he's right up into this race, being a soft six. If it dries out, gets to a good four, he's in a bit of trouble. But... Uh, Unprecedented response on the text machine, yeah, to the secondary wave. Oh, is there one hundred percent secondary waivers? Is there? Yeah. See, yeah. he laughed at me when I gave. Said, yeah, we got um, <laughs> one gentleman here said if she's pretty, even gives a third wave. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Correct wave. <laughs> uh, the the response phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Everyone giving a wave here. So, SEN family, we are the politest. Radio family in the country. That's what we are. You, you know what? I, what happened to me uh, not so long ago? I let someone in, yeah. right from from a side street, and then they turned right in front of me and, and just held me up. Oh. There's nothing worse than that, oh. is there? Like, why? Why are you even going? So then did you give her the secondary oh, bird. Oh, mate, then, yeah, I gave her the secondary <laughs> bird. Exactly right. All right, we better take a break. Um, what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit Gambling Help online.org.au. It's 21 minutes after 8 o'clock, the first break here on The Odds Couple. Saturday morning, great to have you company. The Odds Couple, starting your weekend of racing off-right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Yeah, what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Well, there's uh, a great place to race, and that is Queensland. It's your place to race this year. Chris Nelson uh, is taking a look over a interesting Eagle Farm card this afternoon, which is, Chris, it, it's just starting to tease us, isn't it, to say, hey, winter's on the way and it's going to be a ripping carnival. Well, this is day one. Good morning, uh, Simon. Morning, Tags. It's uh, basically day one of this year's uh, Winter Racing Carnival. We have 10 Saturdays coming up and a couple of Group 2s today, late in the day. So looking forward to it. How good. But, yeah. um, uh, and you've got good weather, good good deck. Uh, everything's in order. Yeah. There is some rain forecast, but they're saying it's going to be probably this evening, right. which is great. So as long as it's after 4, say, 25 this afternoon, that's fine by me. Mm-hmm. Track is good. Uh, weather's been weather's been a bit uh, showery this week, but Eagle Farm takes it pretty well. So perfect surface, as you mentioned, Simon. Everything's set for a great day. This might be a silly question. But mm-hmm. Why is your last race at 4.23? Uh, do you think it should be later? Yeah. I'm thinking, well, you know, with the light and weather and all that sort of thing, you, you, you guys can probably get into that 5 o'clock zone or even into 5.30, that sort of thing. Well, not really. It started to get dark uh, pretty quickly here. And if That's we a... happen to get a bit of cloud in the day, and you know in Queensland it goes from it goes from daylight to, to dark in about five minutes. There's just no um, 
There's no twilight or anything like that. It just gets dark really quickly. So if we had a hold-up, maybe uh, there was a protest or something went wrong, we might run into yeah, trouble. Correct. Maybe that's the thinking. I'm not sure, but uh, mm. I'm just thinking maybe that is the thinking. But, yeah, we could go, you know, this time of year, we could go to 5 o'clock at least. But uh, Early start, 11.28. Yeah, next week when we go to the sunny coast, I think we finish at about 6.10, but we can run the last lights. three under lights there. Yeah, yeah. okay. Okay. All right. What what do you uh, what do you got on the card there today? You mentioned there's the two Group Twos, the Victory Stakes yep. and the Queensland Guineas. Uh, what else uh, around those as well? So tell us what you like. Well, it's a look. It's a it's a favourite today. I would say there's there's not a lot of value in the card. There's a lot of nice horses going around, and most of them are shortish odds. Uh, I speak of like King Capper in race three, uh, Antino in race seven, probably Pavalika in race number nine, the Guineas. Mm. Who's Derby bound? So I think what we'll do, Tags, and you'll like this. We have to have the um, the multi with Antino and Kovalika races seven and nine. Uh, I yeah. don't think you're going to get a lot out of them if you back them individually. They both should be winning. So we'll go that way, and you'll probably get better than four dollars. Yep, and so you know what? And they're two way. legs of the quaddy as well, mate. So you could take exactly. them one out and work around that. Um, exactly. And that double, as you say, you're getting around about uh, four sixty. Yeah, so that's not too bad, and they do look really, really good winning chances. You couldn't find, well, on paper, you couldn't find anything to beat those two. So we'll go with those two, put them in a multi. One Done. at a bit better value, race five, number seven, Spirit Queen. Now, she's super consistent. She got beaten by Katarina last time they met, uh, which was her last start. Katarina's had a run since. They meet again here. Look, full credit to Katarina that day. She came from behind Spirit Queen, was able to run her down, but... Kilo and a half difference in the weights. The fact that Katarina goes from 57 up to 59, you think she might start to feel that now. And Spirit Queen sitting there on 54 kilos. So yeah. I'm just going to bank on Spirit Queen turning the tables on uh, Katarina in race number five this afternoon. And look, as I said, the other ones, Typhoon Tarby race two, King Kappa race three, they all look winners, but they're all short. There you go. Not much to work with, but we'll uh, we'll hear from you this afternoon, Chris. Oh, we'll be on. What time are we starting, Tags? 12? Midday. Cracker noon. Just quickly, unless I missed something, uh, the victory stakes. Yep. Chris, we, Tags and I spoke about it earlier. And we, we think private eye brings A-grade form wins. Are you in the same camp as us? Well, he's never been a horse I've been able to catch. And, and I found that race really hard to work out. And I ended up uh, going with some, some value in number two, a case of you. Bit of a hope there. But, gee, I like the run in the William Reed. I mean, you guys know... Mm. Oh, you would have seen it, Tags, for sure. And Simon, you probably saw it too. That William Reed Group 1 run where he was back last, basically, and made a lot of ground. I don't know where he's going to get to in the run. He's a dual Group 1 winner overseas. Uh, he's no slouch, this horse, a case of you. Mm. And the stable, as you know, are very, very canny and very smart. So uh, I'm just going to keep my eye on the market. But, look, Private Eye is the class runner in the race. Uh, where he gets to, though, in the run will be interesting. Yeah, you're right about that Mooney Valley run when Zara rode a beaten two and a half lengths. Um, behind Imperatrez and Bella Nipotina. So, yeah, got to be right That's out good there. Good form, isn't it? Mm. And we saw how Bella ran in the Quokka the other day too. So Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's it's such a good race. I mean, it's a very, very open race. I think you can make a case for every horse bar of Dragon Leap down the bottom. Oh, there you go. Interesting, these, mm. um, some of these international horses we're seeing now that are coming out and actually running over the shorter trips. You know, people are going yeah. over and sourcing those horses solely for you know, 2,000 metre and above races. Correct. but. This horse has got sprinting form, a case of you I'm talking about, got sprinting form you know, right through his career. You know, he's won between 1,000 and 1,200 metres. So interesting to see that, that little bit of a, a change in what's being imported into Australia to, to have a go at some of the shorter trips as well. 
Yeah, you're right, Simon, because uh, everybody will tell you that, uh, you know, we, we have the best sprinters and Europe don't, and they have the best stayers and we don't. So, yeah, you're right, it is a bit of a changing of the guard. Mm. And yeah, we did see one, well, it's not, we're not in Queensland, but I'm hoping this Mayor Princess Grace comes to Queensland for the carnival. She, You know her tags. She, she ran well the other day. Yeah, the American mayor. So, I mean, she's only had two runs in Australia this time in. Chris Waller trade. I'm sure she'll be here for races such as the Dane River and the Tiara. I think she'll run really well. Yeah, she was. Uh, she blew him apart the other day. Chris, yeah, great to have yeah. a chat. Look forward to uh, hearing your dulcet tones this afternoon on SEN Track, and uh, we'll chat again next Saturday morning. Look forward to it, guys. Have a great day. Good Thanks, on you, Chris, Chris Nelson there, uh, talking about the Eagle Farm card this afternoon. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. We'll take a break. Back with the news. The Odds Couple. Starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Talking about... Yeah, welcome back to the Odds Couple. Um, a little bit of a production meeting going on here during the break, and uh, you got the end of that. Yes, we'll do yep. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be fine. But before we get to that, trotsvision.com.au, every race live and free. Big Josh O's not with us. He's up in the Mallee having a kick of footy. You want me to but, parody Josh or yeah. pretend I'm Josh? Yeah, look, no. pretend nah. you're Josh. Talk a little bit slower and all that <laughs> sort of thing. Um, we might have to put your chair up a bit. But uh, let's, he's got his trots tips through to you, has he, this you morning? You rang. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he has. Uh, yeah, so he's going to um, Melton today. So he's got uh, race five, number two, Let's Rock, Let's Rock, Let's Roll at $14. So that, wow, that's wee. a good each way bet there. And in the next race six, number five, it's Ebony and Ivory at $8. He's gone with it again. Right. Remember he tipped it a couple yeah, of weeks did. ago. he did. Mm. And it let him down. It did let him, yeah. so he's gone again. <laughs> what to let him down again for the second oh, time? Oh, dearie, dearie. But yeah, let's careful. rock, let's roll at $14. That's in race five, number two, and then the race after, number five. It's ebony and ivory at around about $8. What about the double? 14 times eight, Scoop. 80, 120, 104. Yeah, yeah. Un, no, oh, hang on. 14, 112. Uh, no. Let's take a break and we'll come <laughs> back to that. Trotsvision.com.au, every. He's live and free. Lap up yeah, the trots. 112. Isn't yeah. that horrendous? Yeah, 112. We couldn't even do that because we're so used to just punching numbers into your yeah. phone and out it comes, you know. No, I got it right the first time. 112. Yeah, what did I say? 104? I, just went, I was only eight off. That's not I, bad I went 140 me. minus 28. Oh, okay. Mm. What, a, what an interesting way to come to that. I always do stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, let's examine your... What's in between your ears a little more while we take this break <laughs> and then we'll uh, we'll come back. We'll have a look at Sandown. A couple of really interesting races there. St. Ledger, the Vars uh, on at Sandown this afternoon. So we'll come back and take a peek at them on the other side of the break. The Odds Couple. Starting your weekend of racing off right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. What's gambling really costing you? Yeah, well, there's only one of the best tipsters here this morning. That's Tags. I know I'm useless, and JJ, he's kicking the leather up in the mallee, so um, Tags, a lot of pressure on you for the last couple of segments of this show to no find, pressure, our, mate. No find our listeners' winners. 
Now let's let's try and find a couple at Sandown. Um, some interesting races here that were held over from the uh, the meeting that didn't take place on on Anzac Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those being the VRC St Ledger. So it's being run at Sandown this afternoon. My best bet comes up in this. An interesting change mm-hmm. to this race. It's traditionally run over twenty eight hundred yes. meters. Today it's run over yes. three thousand meters at Sandown. Correct. So the, and it's uh, restricted, obviously, to three-year-olds, the St. Ledger. There's going to be a lot of tired horses over the last There is, isn't there? Uh, I, I, I just think, uh, number one, Midnight Glow, he deserves to be favourite. Uh, he was the, the one running on last start over 2,400, just missing behind Bengal Bay. There's no Bengal Bay in this. There's even no Northern Barrage, who ran third. The, the fourth horse in the race was Highland Hill, and he gave him a spanking by over four lengths, and Highland Hill was actually giving giving ground. So the only way I think Midnight Glow gets beat if he doesn't get the 3,000. Mm. And that you could say that about every runner in the in the race. You're not going to put him – just tell me. Yeah. About best 20 the, later on, you, you're not going to put him – so a three-year-old mm. running over 3,000 metres for the first, first time, time in his life, you're putting it as a one It's slim pickings today, so – I've gone, mate. He, the only way he gets Currently paid if he doesn't two, stay. Two seventy and a dollar forty. A little bit of money for that Highland Hill uh, that you m- mentioned by. Um, uh, yeah, he's out to eight fifty. Robbie, Robbie yeah. Griffiths and the Griffiths to Cock Camp eight eight fifty. The money's come for twelve winning bid. Mm. That's where the money's come for from, right? Um, with winning bid, the young Bussin and runner, and they've got a hand in the Australasian Oaks as well. Um, Mate, this horse is still a maiden. And he, he jumps from, he raced over 2,200 at sale in a maiden, 2,000 at Ballarat the other day, uh, and then goes up to 3,000. So money's was, come for it, and it's had nine, It's a nine-start maidener. So it tells you the depth of this race, Simon. And I just the only way this horse gets beat Midnight Glow is if he doesn't get, stay the trip. I would like to table my, that I'm anxious with you going one out in the St. Ledger over 3,000. It's a bit I'm weird, anxious. isn't it? I'm it's anxious. a bit weird, but... It's it's weird, all right. Actually, it borders probably you on know something worse unique, than weird. Uh, you know I'm a unique character. Yeah, yeah, no, very much so. And sometimes a method to my madness always doesn't pan out, <laughs> and these staying races have been the death of me of late as well. But, yeah, I go and go I go okay. again. So, all right. uh, Midnight Glow, I, it, that's the only, have a look at the race. The only way it gets beat... As I said, doesn't stay. Right. Race nine. Now, we've touched on this in the intro with Cardinal Gem. Yes. It's a soft six at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it needs... It needs. It the... doesn't want to get any worse. He's out to 330. He's around about 330. Opened up Rain 320. Big stable is just flying. Absolutely flying. G-Big. Good to see King Magnus back over over 12 months off. Don't forget, these horses finished on the heels of them in Group 1 races. Um I'm not sure about uh, Megan Mia. I'll put her in my quaddy. Mm. We was on her last start. I'm not sure if she's up to it. You know the one at odds I thought in this race? Could could be Crosshaven. Right. Call me mad, but could be Crosshaven. Well, I wouldn't call you mad. I'd call you weird. You've already said you're a bit weird. Mm. Uh, for Ben and JD Hayes, Jamie, what, $11 and three ten at the minute? Yeah. You're going to get some good value and out of And the stable mate, Lady of Honour. Yeah, of course. Uh yeah, it's uh, he'll go across. Uh, who's drawn barrier nine? Because there's uh, you can near control the race. Riddle me that. I'll give you my notes. What I've said about it. Um, Crosshaven could be the one. It odds King Magnus returns. Um, 
as well. But yeah, I, I just if the track dries out for Cardinal Jam, I think he's going to struggle on a good track. Soft five, yes. Good forward, no. We Cardinal Jam, and yep. it could be something like Crosshaven winning at, at ten bucks. Uh, Billy Egan and Patrick Payne of Cherry Tortoni at eight dollars. First up, fifty. First up, fresh. Uh, generally likes you know a, a trip a bit longer, but you would think fresh can be competitive here. Can he's one over the fourteen hundred. He has one over the fourteen hundred. He's one over the twelve hundred. But they were probably an easier company. He won the Golden Mile um, at Bendigo last year. Remember, so he's been out at. Um, for a while. He hasn't raced since winter of last year as well. So mm. uh, whether he's ready to go, I don't know. You'll probably have to follow the market. As you said, there was a little bit of money for him, $10 in a weight 50. You know, we know, uh, well, Paddy Payne caused an upset to White Marlin on Thursday night, didn't he? Yep, the Aguilia. Wasn't that an upset? It was a shock. Wasn't that? Um, Buffalo, Melbourne Cup Buffalo River, I mean, he's he's performed at times really admirably, in Group 1 races. Another one that wants a wet track. Yeah, but he needs it wetter than a soft six? No, I think he's right. Yeah. That, that, he doesn't that'll... want it any better, though. No. And I think he's going to get that. We haven't got rain around, have we? No, we haven't. And, and it, as I mentioned earlier, it's it's a beautiful morning. So I'm thinking that we're going to go from a six to a, at least a five, five. as the at day the start, goes. I reckon at the start it'll be a five. Mm. It could even get to a four by that race. Yeah, it could too. And then the market will go on its head because you think Buffalo River and Cardinal Gem are very vulnerable on that good track. Yeah, He's had one go at the uh, distance at this track, Buffalo River, and, and uh, he's fin- he finished second. And you know, on his day, when he brings, puts his, gets his head around what's going on, oh. you know, he's a group one horse. Yeah, correct. Correct. A group one horse. Lady of Honour, another interesting runner at six fifty and $2.30. So plenty of chances there in race nine. Um the anniversary vase over the 1,400 metres uh, at Sandown this afternoon. There are two big races at Sandown. The St. Ledger for the three-year-olds, take note. It's over 3,000 metres, not 2,800. Yep. So um, uh, Sandown has a, obviously uh, needed to add a little more distance to make the, the race runnable um, at Sandown. And uh, the extra 200 metres will mean a lot to a lot of these three-year-olds that are getting out over journeys for the first time. There'll be plenty of tired horses over the last four or 600 metres of that event. We'll take a break. Uh, on the other side, we'll head over to Adelaide. Let's have a look at the uh, the Australasian Oaks over the 2,000 metres. The Chairman Stakes uh, will then get uh, tags as quality, which we're going to stick to Melbourne this week. We still stick think the, the yeah, we'll tags, because the value is in Melbourne still, um, even though there's some group races in, in Adelaide and a, and a couple of group twos up there in Brisbane. We'll stay with uh, with Sandown for the minute for this week's Quaddy. So uh, that coming up all after the break on The Odds Couple. It's 11 minutes. The Odds Couple. Starting your weekend of racing off-right. Picking winners with SEN's best tipsters. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. What's gambling really costing you? Go a bit of Japanese mayo, how beautiful. Oh, for your salad. Yeah. Oh, how good's that, eh? Oh, your sorry, we're back on. Look at this. Okay. Stop talking food, shall we? Uh, let's get m- on to a bit of racing. We're going to Adelaide, as we said. Let's go to the two big races over there, the Australasian Oaks and the Chairman's Stakes, both of the three-year-olds. Let's um, the Chairman's firstly tag. Which would you like to do? We'll first? go the Chairman's, okay. race eight, and then we'll go to race nine. Race eight, of course, a few are thrown at the stumps here, whether they can go on and uh, be a derby contender in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, Cesaro uh, 
He's not your favourite. He, he's your second favourite behind Loco, right? He's at three thirty. Loco, he's at uh, he's at short enough at two twenty five or five to four in the old. Um, Mazzuzuro's twenty three rating points on the rest of the field here, but he drops back to the two thousand metres. He got he got beat by Bankmer and the Alistair Clark um, by leading. He then ran huge in this in the Derby in the um, Sydney Derby. I think his his grand final is is in two weeks time. Today, I think he's there for a blowout. But I tell you what, he draws barrier one. It's not much of a field, and it would not surprise mm. me if he won. Loco still has to step up from the, the 1,600 up to the 2,000. And outside of that, I tell you what, it's not a great, great race. You're looking at a horse called Verify, number 10. Um, he's he's had actually some support. I was on him the other day. He's been $46 in a 34. But... Johnny Allen was soft on him. He, he waited too long. He just got beat. He was hitting the line really good uh, the other day, Verifier, uh, over the 2,000. Whether he's up to this, I don't know. But it wouldn't surprise me Suzuro won just on ability because, mate, a lot of these are just coming out of maiden grade and it's not much of a race. I think Loco will be okay stepping up to the 2,000. Well, Son of so you think. So correct. You know, you're yeah. sort of thinking, well, okay, the 2,000 is probably going to be more up his alley, more so than the the mile is. But you um, know much about the the mare? It's out no, of Lionheart, the USA. Still. Yeah, I don't. Know. Which would I would suspect without seeing the pedigree page that it wouldn't have a lot of stoutness in that pedigree because you don't get mm. um, you don't generally get the the staying ability out of those uh, USA pedigrees. They have so many short distance races. But but they're throwing the blinkers on it and D Oliver mm. rides, so that's that's an up upside, yep. isn't it? So, yep. but out of that though, I just think a lot of sort of have throw at the stumps here too. So. It's not an overly strong race. Okay, let's get to the uh, Australasian Oaks uh, for the three-year-old fillies. Uh, big day for the three-year-old fillies. Group one, group one race, and um, uh, you know it's it's worth a well, it's worth half a, a million, a, a power of mm. uh, money both on and off the track for these fillies and connections today. Again, a lot of these are having a throw at the stumps as well. I'd love to see Jenny Lala win just through what what's been happening. Uh, and and it's not out of this race. It's it's right in it. With uh, won the Oreo Group Three the other day over eighteen hundred. Came from the last to win it. Uh, barrier two. I don't think it'll get as far back as it did the other day. It's got to be a huge chance. Arts. I'm still got that question mark over it. It's been a long prep for her. She's had a heart. She's had a few grand finals in Sydney. Now she comes over to Adelaide. Uh, is she just a wet tracker? I don't know. I think it is. We're on a soft five. May not be wet enough. Whether she got the 2,400 in the Oaks, I don't know. Or was it just her ability, whether she just fluked winning that Adrian mm. Knox? Because uh, it was any old odds. She won at $26 there. She's what? gift. Uh, I mean, she's fit the top weight, as we touched on. I think it's there to have a hit out for for um, the South Australian Oaks yep. later on as well. The 2,500 metres. Yeah. All right. Uh, there, there's our look at uh, Adelaide, the two big races there, the, the Oaks and the Chairman Stakes. Let's head back now to the Quaddy, which we're going to concentrate on Sandown for our Quaddy race 7, 8, 9 and 10. So get your uh, pens, pencils, crayons, form gods, be ready. That's it. Uh, the 1,000 metres is race 7, the first leg of the Quaddy. What do you like here, Tags? Yeah, it's a tricky race over the 1,000 with most of these wanting more like the six furlongs. The pace will come from pole number four, Distillate, uh, who pulled up lame last start, Nesta, and has speed to burn. Foxycon, who draws directly outside him, will get the drop on him and, and get last crack. So I've gone 3, 6 and 10, 3, 6 and 10 three, in this race. Yeah, 3, 6 and 10, the first leg. The second leg, um, uh, sorry, let me just... Uh, get... Is the St. Ledger? 
Right, this so is St. Ledger, which I know it is, so yeah, I just can't cop it. Well, as we just we spoke about it. At, the only way Midnight Glow gets beat, if he doesn't stay, he beat most of these home the other day. As I said, Highland Hill was the he's the only one that that was the closest to him. Got beaten over four lengths. Okay, so he's got he, to me he's got four lengths on the field. As one I said, they've all one. got to get the three thousand. You said there's going to be a lot of tired horses, but it's the one. Okay, uh, the second last leg is the anniversary vase. What are your numbers here? As I said, uh, Cardinal Jam. He's coming off that Group Three victory. Doesn't want it much better. We keep harping on that. I went one, three, four, six, and twelve. One, three, four, six, and twelve. I left Cherry Tortoni out. Oh, okay. And then the final leg. Yeah, uh, a couple of these are over the odds, being number one for Bitten City and the two Barbie Fox, who draw sticky. Both are back in grade and will run well. Carly Rocks was good winning and chalking up a good record as well. She is. This is her toughest test to date. One, two, six, seven, and eight. One, two, six, seven, and eight. There's the quaddy. You can get that on all our socials. Thanks to Werribee Izuzu Ute to upgrade your old Ute into a D-Max. Now they're paying top dollar for trade-ins down there. At Werribee up next on SEN 11-16 is off the bench. With Hutchie and Pickers, or winners with Miles Spitzner. Features on SEN Track. Enjoy your Saturday of racing. Hope your team wins, and I hope you put a few shekels in your pocket. We'll see you next Saturday.